Hello and welcome to the Jordan High 2004 podcast. We are your hosts, Bryson and Adam. Bryson. Adam. Good to see you. Good to see you. Me too. I'm very excited for this inaugural episode of a podcast that we just thought of. I know. Such a great original idea that we've come up with to interview some of our fellow classmates from Jordan High School class of 2004, catch up with them, see how they're doing, maybe learn some life lessons along the way. We are so creative. Yeah, totally original. Um, Now, some people might point at a somewhat similar podcast hosted. I don't know if you've heard of this one uh, hosted by Stephen Gonzo. Have you heard of it, Adam? It rings a bell. Yeah. I, yeah. I think maybe I was a guest on it. I It, it kind of rings a bell to me too. Yeah. But I, yeah, well, any, anyway, yeah. some people might note uh, some very minor similarities between our podcast and theirs. So in order to, I guess, clear the air, we called up Steve and Gonzo and got their permission. That's uh, right. We did. A little gentleman's agreement. So That's here's our conversation with Steve and Gonzo. Hey, Steve and Gonzo, how are you doing? Welcome to our podcast. Oh, thanks for inviting us. Yeah, thanks for getting on. So uh, let me tell you a little bit about what we're doing. We, Adam and I came up with this original idea to do a Jordan High School Class of 2004 podcast where we interview some of our classmates. And it has come to my attention that maybe there are some minor similarities with the podcast that you're already doing. So we wanted to get you on the phone and, and make sure we're cool. So do you have any questions about, about what we're doing? Um, yeah. Uh, wait. So it, it sounds like a good idea. Um, what are you going to, are, are you guys asking people what they've learned? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. We would just ask, you know, questions that we just thought of, like, you know, how do you see yourself in high school? Uh, how do you see yourself differently now than, than you were then? Uh, mm. The ones that we sort of just came up with just now. To- totally original. So it sounds like it may be exactly the same. <laughs> like you really want to do this? So well, okay, no, it's it's very different. You see, uh, in that, do you guys were... plan to have the same people that we've had on our podcast, like on your podcast? Um, no, probably not. But a key point here is we don't want to step on your toes. You know, we don't want to steal any of your guests or or any of your listening audience. I think our podcast will be different enough that we'll have completely different audiences. Yeah, yeah. We're we're just going to interview people from our graduating class, Jordan High, two thousand four. You know what? I I, I kind of like it because I feel like maybe a high tide raises all all boats. You know, it's like all maybe we'll double our audience. It's just like, well, you guys will have Zach Hewitt Gonzo, and then Gonzo. Quit it. <laughs> Quit it with the fishing analogies, okay? <laughs> Nobody gets those. No, I just feel like maybe it's it's not going to be like it's not like Rafi's going to say the same stuff she said on our podcast on your podcast. So maybe it'll like it'll just be more more the same different stuff, right? More different, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. really. Like the comparisons really don't make sense to me because it'll be so different. Uh, I, I mean, we're talking about people we knew. Maybe some of them acquaintances, some of them close friends. We would interview people that that we think of kind of just off the top of our head. Uh, like and, Elena. And I just want to say, even if there are some similarities, uh, a lot of people are saying that maybe you guys stole the podcast idea from us. You know, I, I've heard a lot of people saying that, I've heard that. lately. <laughs> I've heard that. Name one person that said that. Like a, a lot of people, like some experts. And I stuff. get text messages from pretty much everybody that like say, Joe "I think Gonzo and Steve kind of are, you know, copying you a little bit." And yeah, no, nothing personal. Nothing or, personal. or the, at least they will once you know ours airs. <laughs> and <laughs> the thing is, like, Wait. to make to, I have another question: Is this going to be more like because we try to be? I, I guess we try to be introspective. Is this going to be more like class clown related? Um, so it's like the class clowns of 2004 interview Elena, like, or like what, what's your angle? Yeah, definitely 
more internally focused, um, getting them to think about themselves and how they've changed, uh, how they're different. So totally different than, than what you guys do. It doesn't sound different, but like, I think, it, I don't know. I, I, I think agree to cool. disagree. Steve. Yeah. I, I mean, it doesn't sound different, but I think it'd be cool. I would listen probably. I like, like it. Yeah. I have a very important question. Yeah. Have you guys talked to Tara about like any sausage discounts? Because I've been getting lots of discounts on sausages. I don't think that's going to transfer to another Jordan Hyde podcast. Yeah. Um, they're actually our sponsor. So uh, sorry, Gonzo. I think you should probably cease and desist mentioning Jerome sausages on your oh, podcast. Dang. Are you serious? Oh, I got to text Tara. So uh, do we have your blessing, you guys? Not that I, we need it. No, yeah. Obviously, we, we're in a free country. It's a like your internet connection is as good as ours. But I, I think I'm curious. I, I mean, I, I'd love to listen. I, th- I say go for it. And at the end of the day, we, we just want to be the third most popular Jordan High School Class of 2004 podcast. After... I mean, obviously, Jordan High Rumor Mill is number one. Yeah, the second Elena mentioned hers already, number one. You guys, I know. I, I yeah, I'm sure it's got more subscribers already. Yeah. And then, and then ours, and then yours. Right, and and so we don't intend to steal your audience or or any of your guests. If we happen to rank above your podcast very very soon, I mean, while not totally unexpected, it's it's uh, nothing. Well, are we only have like a 1% listenership in Florida. Do you think the Florida percentage you guys are going to have higher? Um, I think that 1% is probably just me listening. And I think definitely I would listen to my podcast over yours. Oh, because, because 50% of the hosts of your podcast toilet papered my house one time. <laughs> It may have been a hundred percent. I don't know. This is weird, but I don't care. Do it. I'm sure you guys would be great. I'd listen to it. Yeah, Whatever. I love the idea, guys. Go for it. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks guys. Yeah. Out. Man, those guys are so nice. Oh, I know. I almost feel bad outright lying to them. Uh, see, we definitely do intend to supplant them as Jordan High School Class of 2004's second most popular podcast. Yeah, they don't they don't stand a chance. It's, oh, no way. It's inevitable. Uh, we can get some really cool guests that they haven't had yet uh, as well. Yeah, I, I fully intend to out-scoop them on some of my favorite people. Uh, for example, I know they've been wanting Danny Stocking on the show, so I contacted oh, we, her. We got that one in the bag. Well, actually, it, no, um, she had already committed to doing their show. So they unwittingly outscooped me this time. Well, but well, definitely in the future. Yeah. We're going to well, outscoop them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, really, we, we, yeah, that's, I mean, we've got a long list, long, long list of, of people who I think will be begging to be on our podcast. I mean, they're booked out months. Big deal. We're booked out like pretty far, I think. Yeah. We will be. We're, we're going to be booked out real far. Speaking of booking guests, our first guest today is Alyssa Ashton, formerly uh, Alyssa Burton. Actually, I, we have her on the line, don't we? Yeah, she's she's been waiting on mute this whole time. Wow, she's a really patient person to have her camera off and sitting quietly in the corner while you talk to Stephen Gonzo. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for inviting me. I'm sorry you couldn't get Danny stalking, but... Um... You're not Steven Gonzo either, so we're all making some concessions today. Okay. Whoa, okay. Whoa. I don't I don't like the comparisons to Steven Gonzo. This is completely different podcast. No concessions here whatsoever. Um, yeah, no, it, it definitely feels like a, a blatant knockoff of a podcast for sure. Okay, so moving on. Shall we just get right into it here? Yes, I'm. I'm very excited to see your cyber faces today, but this is definitely a, a cheap imitation. Okay. Well, thanks for. That. I'm ready. It's been a long time. It's good to see you too, uh, even with the cutting remarks. I guess what I want to do first is just ask if you have any funny 
high school stories to share. Mm. We'll dive deeper later. Like, mm. you know, some of our original questions, what yeah. we like in high school, etc. Bryson, I, I feel like this interview, this invitation, and maybe even this entire podcast has been orchestrated in order to get me to talk about puking in the bushes. <laughs> it has been. So let's go there. Okay. You, okay. You can call Curtis's bushes, and I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's pretty much the punchline. Um, but but working back, oh, it's all story, Alyssa. This is great. Yeah, yeah. That's the spoiler at the end, guys. I puke in the bushes. But um, so it was dog patch, I think junior year, and I was with Marie Woodhead and uh, Jamers, Jamie Foreman, and. We were having a sleepover at Marie's house the night before dog patch. And we were like tricking out her parents' suburban. That was that was a big win for us that we were able to borrow this thing. So we stayed up really late. And and I um, want to point out you did that because the day activity was go pick the boys up at like 6 a.m. Yes. And take them to breakfast. Correct. Which, which in theory and you girls are awesome because you warned us. I've heard of girls just like pounding on your window, dragging you out of bed. But you told us beforehand. Oh, did we? I don't even remember. So you might have Jamie to help out with least. some of the details on this. All I remember is the throwing up part. But um, so we wake up that morning and I can tell I'm not okay. But I'm just so jazzed about, about the day that I'm like, I'm fine. We get in the car. And I don't remember the order that we picked people up. But I know we definitely picked up my date who was Dan Hansen. And had we picked you up too? Yeah, yeah. I was. I witnessed the puke. Okay. Okay. So, so we're rolling up, we're rolling up to Marie's date's house, who is Paul Curtis. And I don't, I didn't know Paul very well. I don't think I've even talked to Paul since this incident. <laughs> Paul, if you're out there, I'm so sorry that you need to apologize I to Becky, your shrubs. his mom. Yeah. <laughs> Mama Curtis. I'm really sorry about this. So, so we pull up and as we pull up at this moment, I'm like, okay, this is, this is definitely an issue. I got to get out of the car like, like right now, right now. And so Marie gets out to go knock on Paul's door and I just start like following right behind her. <laughs> and I remember her giving me a look of like, Hey, this is, this is my date's house. And, and then right. And I don't even have a game plan here. I'm just like, I got to get out of the suburban. And so right as Paul opens up his front door, I just throw up all in these in these plants right there. And then when I'm done, it's like I just wipe the <laughs> it's like, oh, hi Paul, Marie, how are you? I was like trying to down yeah. like, you didn't see anything here. No, like gaslighting them into thinking like, no, no, nothing crazy happened. Let's and just walking back to the suburban, didn't want to talk about it. I think we went like to was it like Denny's or something? I think so. <laughs> a really classy establishment <laughs> and you still and... went through with it <laughs> i know i know i rallied Only the best for dan hansen right right and and the the my date was so classy you know everybody's date was so i had to i had to keep it together so i made it survived the breakfast and i remember just going home and just like collapsing i was dead for the day and then that night i rallied got all ready not even my own body could stop me and headed to the dance. And then it would be like, I dance with you guys for a little while. And then I'd sneak off into the bathroom, throw up four or five oh, times. No. And back and like, Hi guys. And it didn't help. We were wearing like those thousand degree old Navy. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Those jammies or yeah, they, yeah. They no, like, no jammies was Christmas dance. Yeah. 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 It Well, anyway, it was, it was a poor wardrobe choice for the situation for you. Yeah. My wardrobe was awesome. Jamie had bought this funny shirt, I think, from Hot Topic and like sewed these racing stripes I, on the side for me. Yeah, she was always shopping at Hot Topic. Oh, so cool. <laughs> so I didn't know that you you continued to puke throughout that day. I thought it was one and done. Maybe yeah, I should laugh you know what? at your story so much. And then it was like fine the next day. So it was just very, very poor timing. But um, But I still had an awesome time. So... That part worked out. Beautiful. That's amazing. Was it just just to go back to the issue of the story, the, the main point. The vomit. The vomit, if you yeah. will. 
was it like in the cartoons where like the plant like turns black and shrivels up and like collapses on the side? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's where that, maybe that's where Paul's mom should phone in. <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, that was really a good choice. But otherwise, that would have been. I mean, it's like chalk art on the driveway. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. true. Yeah. And I was so grateful didn't... to the Woodheads for the Suburban. I definitely didn't want to desecrate that. Yeah, I'm glad you thing. didn't Ralph in there. Yeah, right. Right. Quality. Nice. So, Adam, you got any good Alyssa stories? Uh, well, I, I got a beef. I don't know if it's too early for this. It is. It is too early. <laughs> don't you see... I'm feel anxious the whole episode. I, I just, don't you see I, my bullet points here, I, Adam? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I missed the... I forgot about the agenda. Can I share can I share a fun story, Alyssa? Yeah, go for it. This is actually post high school. So our first year of college, I come home for Christmas break and we are hanging out for New Year's Eve. And we since we're adults now, we do these fun adult things like eat candy and play Super Smash Brothers in Jamie's basement, right? Right. So after midnight though, we all wanted to sleep uh keep hanging out but Kenny had to go home he had something early the next day so Merritt and I drive Kenny back to Merritt's house where Kenny's car was parked so Kenny could go home when we arrive at Merritt's house his mom's like hey you want some bagel bites and some taquitos <laughs> oh sure Janet so she pops them in the oven we're we're having a, a fun old time eating all these snack foods uh, we, we roll back to Jamie's house probably an hour and a half later and you just looked sick. You looked pale. Like, Oh no, this is like a theme. We thought you guys got in a car accident because <sighs> you were gone for so long. It was so snowy and drunk drivers are always out on new year's Eve. And no, we were just stuffing our faces with taquitos <laughs> and bagel bites. You gave me a heart attack. My maternal instincts were I know. pushed to the max for and bagel bites. Jamie was was pretty freaked out too, but Justin was just like, uh. <laughs> so sorry for that. Yeah, I actually I actually have another one, which um, coincidentally is also about bodily fluids. And yes, when we were texting. Yeah, yeah. You, you hinted at this and I said, please share. Yeah. Um, so I grew up with th three brothers and I feel like potty humor that that was king. And I was the only girl. And I just always thought when I grew up, um, we're never having pee on the seat. We're never discussing low brow humor, potty humor. <laughs> it's all going to be like upper echelon jokes. And then here I am telling you this story and in fact like adam you have you have all boys too right i do five boys five boys okay so you you might film me on this because I, um then i grew up and i had three boys i have three little boys <laughs> and actually this this summer um i kept smelling our main floor half bathroom it was just smelling terrible and i cleaned it and no matter how many times i cleaned it it still smelled like pee we tried bleach we hired a cleaning crew i just couldn't get rid of it <laughs> And that and was like our college day, apartment, Adam. <laughs> I know. Okay, but but was this why? I walk in on like this hot August day, and there is my three-year-old dumping the contents of his toddler training potty down our floor register. Oh, no. <laughs> and we have central air, and that is just blasting through the house the for the next like three months. And and now I just keep thinking about like we're having this conversation after so many years and all of my stories have to do with that kind of stuff. It's like I've been so indoctrinated. I don't even know what is acceptable conversation anymore. This is no, just what yeah. I've got. I, Alyssa, I, I understand. I There was a time where I felt comfortable walking around barefoot in my house. I don't anymore. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And and one too many, you know, it's, it's dark. There, there are puddles. We don't we don't know what anything is. So, yeah. yeah. I get you. Yeah, thank you for the solidarity. Yeah. Um, okay, so this one. I am in 10th grade, and I had English first period. And if I remember correctly, that was like an extra long period. Maybe it was like we had announcements or um, Channel One. Do they even still have that? Oh, yeah, Channel One. Do you remember that? Yeah, when, yeah, when, when Bryson was supposed to have made videos, student body officer videos. But oh, those... Didn't. I think but he didn't, so, yeah, of course. so I'm you sorry just had to sit in class for longer. 
Excuse <laughs> me, I forgot about those those very poignant films. Yes. <laughs> so it's that time where we're watching those. And I was I was going through this phase, which has turned out not to be a phase where I'm just like always drinking water. And because that period was so long, it was really uncomfortable for me because the teacher who I really loved, and I don't want to say who she was because I think she'll feel bad about this. And it was totally on me. This is this is a an issue with me. So she had this policy that um, you could use two hall passes like a quarter or semester. And then every hall pass you used after that would drop you down a letter grade. Holy cow. And I was a very conscientious student and I was not squandering my good grades for P. So, <laughs> so like what would happen is the quarter would start and I'd burn through those, those hall passes really quickly. And then the rest of the quarter, I would just be like, so uncomfortable. I, I'd like dread. I dread the second half of that class. And so I'd be sitting there doing all these mental gymnastics, like thinking of waterfalls or like all the things they tell you to do. I thought you were supposed to not think of those things. I think well, maybe that's the problem. I think that's the root cause here. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's the problem, man. I should have talked about this. I mean, honestly, I didn't even tell my husband this story until a few years ago because I was so mortified. Like maybe that that same embarrassment that I felt as a 15 year old would somehow annul like the last 14 years <laughs> that it would come out. So, so yeah, I probably should have talked to you about this much earlier, but um, so finally it's like, I can't take it anymore. And I just, I just leave. Like, I don't even tell the teacher. I just pop out in the hall. And as soon as I do, I immediately pee my pants. Nice. And, and I'm, I'm in, I've got a bit of a dilemma on my hands here because, um, any second the bell is going to ring and the hall is just going to be flooded with punk kids who I don't, I don't think would be um, very kind to, to someone that just peed their pants. So, so I'm in a pickle and I'm trying to think, and I remember that I am wearing this big sweater, like turtleneck <laughs> sweater and underneath it is a little spaghetti strap. So I'm like, okay, I will just, I'll just tie this around my waist and then I will head home. And I, I didn't drive yet. And I think I got in a ride with a friend that day, but my parents don't live too far away from the school. So I was just like, I'll just, I'll just walk home. I will, oh, no. I'll take a shower. I will change my clothes. I'll come back to school. Crisis averted. It's fine. So I start heading out, but the only thing was that I hadn't brought a coat today and it is the dead of winter. It is, there's snow on the ground. It is freezing. This is going to be a really uncomfortable walk for me, but like, you know, I had, I had to do it. I didn't really have another choice. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like booking it home and, and I get like maybe two minutes into my walk and this truck starts slowing down and like pulls over and rolls the window down. is like, Hey, Alyssa, what are you doing? And I look and it is, um, Kurt Marchant. Oh, Kurt. I have not talked to Kurt Marchant in so long. And if you are out there, Kurt, I'm very sorry to affiliate you with this story and really sorry for the next three minutes of it too. <laughs> and he was my Sunday school teacher and he was, he was a phenomenal Sunday school teacher. I loved him. He was so cool. And he's Matt Marchant's dad. Do you guys remember Matt Marchant? Yeah, I think yeah. I Matt, think so. Matt had definitely figured out like he, he was awesome to me. And so normally very happy to see Kurt Marchant, not in this moment though, like pretty much the last person I want to see. And, and he's just like, Hey, Alyssa, um, what, what are you doing? He knows it's like nine 15 in the morning and I'm walking down the street without a coat on without a coat with like a swimsuit top looking thing. On. <laughs> and, um, and he's like, Hey, um, he's like, what, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just, I'm just get going for a little walk. He's like, well, why aren't you at school? And, and he's, he's showing like so much concern, so much. Sweet it, dad concern. Yeah. And, and I'm like, ah, I, I'm just not feeling well. And he's like, well, then how about I give you a ride home? And I'm like, no, no, I, I'm fine to walk. I think, and he just, he won't let it go. Like he's, he's definitely telling, you can tell that this story is, is sketchy. And so he's like, just hop in and I'll give you a ride home. And, and, um, and I'm, I'm sure he's just like, you know, then I can wash my hands of this. And so, so I get in his truck, but I am so paranoid about leaving little like booty peas out <laughs> there. And I'm like, I'm like hovering over the seat, refusing to sit down. And 
and my quads are on fire. Like <laughs> 20 seconds into this, into this uh, drive. And so he's going, you know, it's, it's not very much further to, to my house, but my legs give out at the very end. And I'm just like opening the, the truck door to get in and looking at that seat thing like, oh my gosh, please, <laughs> please hope that he does not check this out. And Marchants, I love you guys. And I'm so sorry for this. <laughs> should, if that truck is still around 20 years later, I, I owe, you owe him a shampooing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, for future reference, what you're supposed to do in that scenario is you go in the bathroom and you get all of your pants wet. You just soak yourself completely so there's no pee stain. Oh. Right? Thank you. And, I will, and I then will if someone asks, in my back pocket. If someone asks, you can be vague, like, oh, those pipes. Yes. For the next time the I next find time. myself in this scenario, like I will, I will definitely hold on to that. Thank you, Bryson. Do you, you have any right. other any other quick tips? <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> Well, thank you. If anybody out there sees Alyssa walking down the street, do not stop her right. Just assume, <laughs> assume she peed her pants. <laughs> You'll know. <laughs> okay. Hey, so that's a pretty good segue for our next question, which is what were you like in high school? Oh, man. Well, my pants are only partially wet. Only um, sometimes. Yeah, I think that story, I think with that story, you've pretty much captured my essence. You, you have accomplished what you set out to do today. Um, I think in high school, I would describe myself as like, just uh, not quite cool. Just not quite there. You're like trying <laughs> so hard, but you just, you can't stick the landing. Did, did you guys, did you guys watch Saved by the Bell? Yeah. Growing up, that was like my third parent. I always watched it. <laughs> and, and I just had these these grand visions of even though I'd never played tennis or cheered or anything like that, like high school would start and that would be that would be me. <laughs> I would be Kelly Kapowski. And and I just feel like it never quite, never quite happened. Like I, I remember um, fifth grade. I mean, this is going back, but fifth grade, there was this Winnie the Pooh club and I. <laughs> I was kind of like an alternate. I was the owl. Like, do you even, like nobody even cares about the owl. And I know it's silly that. It's wait, 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 wait. Was this like a school sanctioned club or like <laughs> you kids decided? Oh, it was definitely under the radar to make it cool. <laughs> I mean, you you decided had many your own accord. really elite, hey. elite groups. Wow. This and be- this was the one that I had, I had set my sights on. And you were the um, under, understudy. Fifth, yeah, fifth yeah, yeah. Fifth I grade, really, we're the poo club. Right. I and it. I remember, like, it, I mean, we're talking very cool people to me. Like, Holly Cooper. Do you remember Holly Cooper? Or Tammy Tucker? Uh, the name name anyway, it was just uh, a really, this was an elite circle. And I wanted in. And and so um, over the summer, my mom took me school shopping. I remember we went to Kmart. <laughs> and there on the rack when I walked in was the most radiant pair of blue corduroy overalls. <laughs> and right on the bib was this giant Winnie the Pooh head. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my gosh, I must have these. Like You're this, this will clinch my coveted position, right? Like I have to have them. And so my mom bought them for me. And then the first day of school rolls around and it's like a hundred degrees still outside. And these things are <laughs> like heaviest sin to walk in but i i am wearing them and i like have all these these dreams of coming in and everybody like you know cheering for me and lifting you on their lifting shoulders. me up hoisting me you know above the playground chanting my name anyway so um so i walk in and over the summer like everybody had grown up the girls are dressed like Spice Girls and wearing training bras and Doc Martens and all of these things like butterfly clips. And and I'm still stuck in 1996. And, and I kind of feel like that. We can just extrapolate that. Yeah, yeah. Through the next good analogy. 10 or 15 years, you know, like people talk about high school as being their their glory days. And I had 
really awesome friends. I grew up with a great group of girls. She, you audience, you can't see this, but she pointed at us. Yeah. <laughs> when she said really awesome friends. Right. Yeah, yeah, I did. I had I had a great group of people, but I always just felt like I wasn't I wasn't cool. Like I I just was like three steps away. They were cool. Like I really thought they had arrived, but I was still working and I think um because of that like high school really wasn't my high school school was not my glory days, I would say. Like, I think because I couldn't crack that illustrious code, I couldn't, you know, like formulate what it would take to be cool in my own mind that I just felt like I needed to be, I needed to excel at everything. And it, and it didn't really work out. It's like, I wasn't the funniest because I was friends with you guys. So that didn't work out. Or yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, think wanted, you, I think you were though. So I, I think the glory days of high school, if you were just a step, they just came right after high school, right? Is that for <laughs> what you arrived? Your glory days of high school arrived just slightly after, <laughs> maybe yeah. like when I was 29 years old right. and now it's already all and over. Like, it's not, yeah, no. Yeah. no, I, I mean, like, I, I really wanted to be a good student, but I. And I was really good at finding out like what the teacher wanted and giving them that. But I don't feel like I really absorbed what I was learning to the point. Like, I don't feel like I'm a very critical thinker today or I'm uh, like a creative problem solver. I just kind of did what I could to get the A and then promptly, you know, forgot everything. There was no retention. Um, I really I was really into seminary, but not in like a Christ like way, more in like a judgmental, pharisaical way. You, like yeah, a you, you want to be seen good. Yeah, yeah. Others. Like, yeah, right. Or I wanted to be like, of course, like to be the prettiest or the most fit. But um, and, and I, I didn't really understand adequate nutrition, like to make that happen. So I remember I remember putting myself on like this. It was like some very disordered eating patterns here. But I remember putting myself on this diet where it's like I was only going to be eating white refined carbs. And so I'm sitting at the table with everybody and they're like eating their lunches. And they're like, man, I'd kill for that salad. But instead, I got to eat this whole plate of rolls. <laughs> or trying to be nice but I was so consumed with like how I was showing up that I couldn't really see other people and their plight because I'm just like you know trying to tread water myself so I I really feel like it wasn't until well into college that I figured out like I could just I could be myself and then instead of creeping people out that would creep the right kind of people in <laughs> it, would, it would bring who were comfortable with me so and then by then high school was was long over okay can i steal that phrase wow. oh, yeah. the right kind of people in i love that you know, Alyssa, this is a really good segue um I, I just thought of this question how do you feel like you've changed since high school <laughs> Oh gosh. Well, now I'm like so deep into mom mode. I'm cleaning up pee and it's like a good day if I find an, an old banana in the minivan or something, you know, like very, very different than my, than my old life. I, I hope that now I am secure enough in who that I, who I am, that I can see the people around me, you know, for, for what they need and, and what I could possibly help them with, you know? Um, because I, I think I, I'm, and maybe it's just developmental, but I think I was just very self-involved through high school. You know, I think we all were. Um, I mean, I think, me, but yeah, yeah, not not you guys though. No. Yeah, no, everybody else probably. Yeah, <laughs> you, probably. Um, I I know I was really rigid, like in my thinking, very black and white. Um, there was like no room for no room for paradox, and and I think life has shown me over and over again like that it can be so messy i think to teach me to to live in that space and i think through that then there's a lot less judgment for other people in in what they have going on i i will tell you i'm still gonna worry sick if my boys are out eating bagel bites at 1 a.m <laughs> uh that will be that will be regulated i gotta say that's uh, to this day, that's my tradition to get bagel bites and taquitos every New Year's Eve and just get out on them. Those are my go-to snacks. Oh, man. All right. Well, Florida 2022, you better hit up Costco. <laughs>
<laughs> Sam's Club. Oh, swing down. Oh, Sam's Club. All right. Swing down and um, <laughs> party. All right. So, hey, can you like maybe give us a quick little update on on how you arrived at where you are now? What's oh, been, like like my life? Yeah. What's been going on? My, my 20 years in 20 seconds or something. Um, okay. So after high school, I moved to Logan and I went to Utah State. I lived with Brooke, your wife, Adam. That's that right. was coincidental. And um, some other great girls. Uh, it's already been talked about before on the on the podcast that is nothing like yours. Um, Sarah Olson and uh, Alicia Grail and Janelle Miyasaki. She was a 05 graduate, but loved, loved them. Um, and then I graduated and I taught elementary school. I had a degree in elementary education. And a year after high school or a year after college, I met my husband through Jamie, Jamers. Oh, nice. He was at, yeah, he, but you guys were at BYU Idaho too, at least partially, right? I remember going up to visit you. Yeah. Were you roommate? Hot second. <clears throat> no, we hated each other. We were, we were <laughs> homies. <laughs> he was about the distance that I, I threw a basketball and it took my towel with it. And I was naked. It's <laughs> a whole other story, but he was about two doors down. Okay. Well, I have a very vague memory of visiting. Yeah. You I think it was. And Merritt and Justin came up. And it was funny. Jamie, I'm good friends with Jamie, but we didn't hang out that freshman year of college, even though we both went to BYU Idaho together. Except, except when you guys came up, then we hung out together. Well, the whole the whole crew was back together. Yeah, I just remember it being a very dank little uh, <laughs> little apartment. Is that where was it a house? I feel, like, I feel like you're reflecting your feelings about our podcast onto our reputation uh, <laughs> in Idaho. <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty classy. There was at least, you know, 10 feet of space in those rooms. I think there was shag carpeting though. I, so you came, you came up the second semester when I lived off campus in a really nasty apartment. It had carpet in the bathroom floor. Yes. You know, speaking of your story earlier, it was nasty. Yeah. Right. Someone had probably dumped, dumped a few things down that floor <laughs> register too. I could smell. Yeah. All right. So, but she had, he was at BYU-Idaho with her and they had like prank called me on the day Heath Ledger died. And then, and I was dating someone at the time. And then a few months later, wait, he wait, broke wait, up wait. with me. Was the prank call Heath Ledger themed or you just <laughs> yes. have it imprinted in <laughs> your mind? <laughs> I'll never forget. No, it was definitely Heath Ledger themed. Okay. And because of that, every time we've had, each time we've had our, our boy, I've had like some pretty long labors and I'll come out of it. And my husband will be like, can we name this one Heath? It's like, are you seriously <laughs> asking me that right now? Like I, I, I'm not a, no offense to anybody named Heath out there. Um, but it's just like, not really a connotation I want to assign to my, to my little beloved person, you know? And so that's, this has been like an ongoing argument for years, but um, he, he had prank called me and had just held on to the number. Um, and so then when my boyfriend broke up with me a few months later, my mom was very sweet and took me on like a girl's trip to go visit my aunt and uncle in Washington, DC. And I, I met up with him there. I ran into him there and like put it together that he had prank called me. So nice. So we got married and he, we were living in Salt Lake. I was teaching school there and he'd kind of swindled me and said that he wanted to be an attorney, but then the LSAT rolled around and suddenly he was, he was out. Wasn't into that. So he, he said he wanted wait, to. Wait, 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 wait. Swindled you. Uh, were you after him just for the money? Just the, the money. Prestige? Straight up money. Yep. <laughs> that was it. It was like, that's, that's what he had. No, no. But, um, and now that I have friends who are an attorney, who are attorneys, I'm like, Oh man. Um, yeah, you're glad you have a husband who's present. <laughs> right, right, right. Or the, the student loans alone. But he he started looking into going into advertising. And there was a program in Virginia. Uh, there's like a grad student program here that he, he was interested in. And we'd been to Washington, D.C. Brooke, you know, didn't, Brooke was on our mission there, right? Isn't yeah, that? Yeah. 
And you, have you been back, Adam? Yeah, we're actually going again uh, soon. But I, yeah, we've been okay. Back. Okay. So yes, I'd been to Washington D.C. and and so it was like, well, should we go check out the school in Richmond, or which is like two hours south, or should we go on this really trashy carnival cruise out of Long Beach? <laughs> and so we just packed up the car and drove out for like a four night boost cruise through Baja. <laughs> Glad you made the right meant, choice. Yeah, which meant that when he was accepted to grad school here, we had no idea what we were in for. And in and spoiler, Richmond and Washington, DC are very, very different cities. And so I'd say that was like, that's where my my worldview, like really my understanding of life in Sandy, Utah was like blown apart. And that's like where my street, my street education came in. And it was really hard. Like I'd never seen, I'd never seen things like generational poverty or systematic racism, like a lot of things in the city uh, that just, I had never experienced before. And those were really hard years. I taught inner city school and it was, it was a, real education for me. I thought it would be like where they play the musical montage and not and only straighten up. Yeah. Yeah. Not only like are all of our lives beautifully transformed, but we also become like incredible break dancers <laughs> and, and that did not happen. And so I just kind of wanted to get out of here and instead he got a job and nice. now, yeah, you still live there. Right? <laughs> yeah. Now it's been like uh, 12 years later. And we're still here. We moved to the Burbs and we had three boys. Great. That's awesome. And now I'm just heading to Costco. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to ask you something about the Winnie the Pooh overalls, but I feel like this is the wrong time. That's right. Oh, no, no, no. Well, no, I, I really well, wish I had them. Well, it, yeah, yeah. You didn't yeah, keep those, man. Well, I know. It's missed opportunities. <clears throat> well, is it? Can I can I bring up beefs now? I feel yeah. I think I think, about it because I was just like to, cut to the chase and get I, to the beef. I I've been felt, I've been nervous for the last twenty minutes. I, I know we've been building up to this, and I feel like I ought to start because you know I'm clearly the most passionate about about my beef. I can feel um, it. I could yeah. feel it through this whole discussion. Uh, so Alyssa, uh, there's been a wedge. There's been a wedge, a beef, if you will, um, and uh, it was. Approximately the time I, I'd come back from my mission, we were hanging out at your house. It was about the time Bryce and I decided we we're going to be roommates. Um, By the way, that happened at your house, Alyssa. We were hanging really? out together. I didn't know Adam was transferring to Provo, and it was it was serendipity. It was. I'm like a matchmaker of your oh, love it was, story. It was. Yeah, yeah, and and Bryson had a car. Too. What so, an honor! Uh, yeah, I remember the protege. <laughs> so it was a win-win. Yeah. I got a great roommate. Adam got a roommate with a car. That's right. That's that's. I mean, talk about symbiotic relationship yeah. there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, we're at your house. A song had just come out. Uh, you might remember called uh, <laughs> "Crank That <laughs> Soldier Boy." Oh, I definitely remember. And so, yeah, Soldier Boy. Which I've since learned is very vulgar. It is very vulgar. But I had no idea at the time. Uh, <laughs> nor did I. And I remember you were showing, because I was still like learning like what the world was like uh, for uh, having been out of it for a couple of years. And so what better introduction than Soldier Boy? And just like sledgehammer yeah. all of your spiritual innocence. <laughs> that is correct. To the tune of Soldier Boy. So we were listening to Soldier Boy at your house and there were some specific dance moves that, that went on with it and you I think Jamie was there you and Jamie and I can't remember who else was there but uh somebody had taken the time to start teaching me the soldier boy dance we were all doing it and then I I was sort of like I like a hair late to the to the gathering and so uh I remember it being done I hadn't I, I didn't feel like I had it yet but I could also feel like you were done teaching uh oh. boy, and I felt like I, I had so much potential, uh, Alyssa, you and did. I just, I feel like you, you kind of, uh, diminished my, my dreams of really owning that dance. Oh, Adam, I am so funny. sorry. Well, there, think I, about what might've been I, with your life. 
I do if every day. I wouldn't have been every day. So so worried about time. Um, <laughs> please accept my apology. Well, you know. Um, and I also just want to take this opportunity to point out, like I just talked about how in college, that's when I that's when I felt like I hit my stride, and really that means. We were at my parent in my parents' basement trying to learn Soldier Boy together <laughs> as like 22-year-olds. Yeah. Yep. Probably yep. like begging my mom to make some Rice Krispie treats or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Can that I sounds accurate? Yeah. Can I go now? This yeah, yeah, yeah. Go this ahead. This is a perfect segue for my beef. Just pile on. Okay. <clears throat> so first I want to say when when I was a missionary, um, Besides my family, you, Alyssa, were the, the best at writing me letters. So thank you for oh, your consistent you. letter writing. I dug up an old letter. Is it? Do I have your permission to read this paragraph? Oh, gosh. Okay. <clears throat> when I went to Adam Watson's homecoming last week, he was so incredibly uncomfortable. He had just come home two days earlier, so it wasn't his fault at all. But I found that our conversation was very strained. So in order to alleviate some of the awkward tension, I scrambled to come up with a game of 20 questions about his associations with you in the mission. Wait a second. Is, did I seriously write this? You did. Why am I making it sound like I'm writing a term paper? <laughs> you were. You typed it. Oh, my gosh. Also, okay, keep going. The fact that somebody would call me awkward feels very out of left field. That is uh, not awkward. It was so incredibly uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Uh, that, well, that's <laughs> how dare you need some assimilation time after two years of hanging out with Bryson. Now, now it, it goes on to say that he, you know, that Adam had set up a date that was coming in the near future. And that if things were to get too awkward, you would revert back to the, let's just talk about Bryson. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did we ever go? I don't think we ever did go on a date post-mission. I, I feel like we. it was probably just driving around the car talking about Bryson. That's probably what <laughs> No, I know we did not because my beef is a complex that uh, I had to work through for like the next, I mean, I didn't get married till I was 24, which is basically 44 <laughs> in utah years and my beef with you adam stems a little bit from that so i think we went to a dance together was it spontaneous dance you you were my first date Alyssa. Spontaneous oh my dance. gosh really oh, i'm so, so honored yep um so from this date for me though this was my first sports date i remember we went to the church and played volleyball and um i am neither athletic or coordinated and I remember just sucking at volleyball, <laughs> like very fiercely. And we had, I thought, a fun time. And after that, never, never a date again. And so pretty much any time there was like a first date where we were playing sports, it was like, okay, obviously they care enough about sports to see how I'm going to perform. This is going to be our last date. And I never, I never was able to like shake that insecurity. And to this day, I... That's why I just like play the Wii except with the boys. Sports, sports dates are a thing. I've never heard of that. Sports date. Sports date. I mean, we played croquet one time in college, Adam, but we never made girls play well, volleyball. Adam was very athletic, so it made sense. <laughs> I mean, it made sense. He was looking for somebody I, that he could share his passion with, I, and I, I let him down. If there's one thing I'm known for, it's the general muscular nature of my physical facade. That is right. Yeah. And so because if we would have gone on that second date to talk nonstop about Bryson, then I would have been able to let the pain <laughs> of the previous five years go. But I didn't. Oh, my goodness. So well, listen, now yeah. it's like this. I this. married someone who's into aquariums instead. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the what thing. could have been. Yeah. I've got, I can't remember why, but you came to pick me up for that date. And because I had a 1988 Toyota Corolla. So why, why wouldn't I? However, however it happened. Baby blue. My, my, <laughs> my family, my, my siblings, my older siblings were watching from the front window as I walked you to the car. And I just like, kind of like 
went and got in <laughs> you you went and got like i didn't open the door for you and they 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 made a really big deal out of it and so that actually scarred me just so you know well maybe I, the door didn't I, open I, was, I did get in a car accident in the jordan high school parking lot once and after that the side door never worked the same so it it could have been like a very honest mistake adam no, all these is, years oh, you've been harboring guilt and just I, just let it go it just, yeah. I, can't, I can't it it really it really it, it shook me it shook me yeah what no what is uh, what is the proper etiquette there if if she's driving that's weird yeah get, get over open here the driver's the door and let her get in and shut it that's that sounds weird I'm, yeah this i think you're supposed to hop through the trunk and then <laughs> climb through mm. the street. yeah that would that would have been a, a fun ride. Yeah. For sure. Um All right, I'm sorry Alyssa. about that, Adam. Hey. I remember you had a sister named Alyssa. I and did. um still do. And I'm sorry that that there was any ridicule on your part from your siblings at at my hand. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've got I've got one more story that we can edit out if we need to. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, great. It was New Year's Eve. And there was a giant group of people who all went downtown on tracks. Um, I don't know if you remember this, Alyssa, but we went all the way down to, we were downtown and we were in, I can't remember even where we were, but it was just a huge throng of people. Um, and somehow uh, Mar Marie Woodhead and I got, got separated on our own and it was like five minutes to midnight. And Alyssa, you like popped out of the crowd somehow. And I remember I was standing between Alyssa Burton and Marie Woodhead when midnight Did struck. Did I destroy, destroy your romantic moment? No, it struck midnight and it hadn't even like, the thought hadn't even like crossed my mind about, I think I was just like, we were hanging out as a big group. I hadn't even thought about kissing anybody when, when midnight struck. Well, all of a sudden it struck and I was between both of you. <laughs> I remember just feeling so uncomfortable like the most uncomfortable i think i've ever been up to that point and, and oh, since no. well, that was like the pinnacle of my like i just i had no idea what to do and so i, I sat there and i i don't think i talked i don't think i said a word i just, I I just like silent. quietly faded into the into the crowd for you no i'm no, sorry no we were it, it it was fine we were all friends but it was i i just remember <laughs> thinking like it was probably only like 60 seconds, but it felt like an hour where we were just sitting there and like everybody around us was, was where we're both just scrutinizing and you. Like, who do you pick? <laughs> I just felt There's no so right cool. choice here, Adam. Yeah. There were, it was a lose, lose. Like there was no good way out of that situation. I just stand there like a statue and, and just be my, my awkward self. Oh, so, I don't remember. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, there you go. There, I'm then, sorry for uh, ruining the what could have been a very magical night for you, Adam. <laughs> Otherwise, well, then we took tracks home, and I was, <laughs> I was sitting. I was sitting by Andrew Yan on the way home, and there was some really wasted people that got on like a stop after us, and and from most of the way just like really super loud and super obnoxious. And <laughs> Andrew Yan <laughs> started singing, "I love to see the temple." <laughs> Oh my gosh, I don't remember. Anyway, it was a good that night. That does that yeah. does sound like a magical night. Anyway, okay, well I'm glad it was salvaged. Good job, uh yeah. Adam. What would you have done with just Alyssa or with just Marie? You probably still would have been just as awkward, right? You wouldn't have kissed either one of them individually. Probably. Yeah, I, I don't I, yeah, I probably wouldn't have had what it takes. I probably would have on the statue route and just stood there yeah yeah because i was i mean i'm sure you remember i was very judicious with my kisses um so, <laughs> so now we don't remember anyway, you were so I judicious think. we don't remember <laughs> <laughs> oh dear well i remember recently hearing my and this you could definitely edit out but hearing sarah talk about where you, Bryson, you showed up at her house yeah. for a kiss. And I was like shocked because almost the exact same thing happened to me with you post-mission. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you remember this? 
So I remember taking you on a date, but I don't remember no, trying to kiss you. No, I feel very bad about this actually, because you just said like, Hey, I'm coming over. I need, I just need to hurry and get my kiss off my mission out of the way <laughs> where I can be a normal person. And then I won't feel like this uncomfortable uh, tension with whoever I really want to kiss. Oh and, and I was like, Oh no, mostly because I had been Sarah and I have a long history of like being me being Sarah's backup kind of a thing. Like if you, if you can't get Sarah Olson, you may also like, Oh man! and so I think I was like, no, no, not doing it. Happened enough at, enough at college. <laughs> that is so funny. So here's the beef that I was thinking about sharing on this episode, but I didn't share away. <laughs> so let let me let me point you to the bottom of this this letter from Alyssa. Can you see what that says? Oh my god! Love the future, <laughs> Alyssa Shreve. <laughs> so I actually did. Mrs. Shreve probably freaking hates my guts. I'm oh, sure. I mean, it's not like she saw the letter. Oh yeah, DK. I thought you meant my mother. <laughs> no, I did mean your mom. That's okay. No, okay. DK. DK, are you hearing this? I did not kiss Bryson. Yeah. But Mama Shreve. Now that I am a boy mom, it's like, oh, <laughs> I, I feel these things so differently. So, so here's here's how things went from my perspective. Okay. You know, I'm I'm a weird missionary. I come home and I think, well, gee willikers, I'm going to date that Alyssa and and we'll see how things go. You probably were very self-conscious, though, since I'd already been so critical of Adam and him <laughs> coming home. You're no, but I remember like I remember on our date, you're like, hey, actually, you're really normal. You know, you're not so weird like some of the other return missionaries I've seen. <laughs> Sorry, but again, Adam, the cuts just keep coming. But on that date, I remember like, yeah, you know, there's just no spark here. Maybe she, maybe she doesn't actually want to be the future Mrs. Mm. Alyssa Shreve. Um, the magic is gone, is what I thought. Too bad. Too but bad. But now I'm learning. And now you got. DK. Now I'm learning. Maybe I ruined it by my my blunt and dumb remarks there. No, <laughs> about... no, no. no. Um. I my beef with you though, Bryson. Uh oh. Well, two two beefs. Um, the first beef is uh that you punched me and you made me feel honored that it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Oh um, gosh. Sophomore oh. year, sophomore year. Um, so our two groups were friends, but I was like kind of new to the crew, and every day like your group would come over and talk to the girls at the end of lunch and whatever. That's like Jerem. Yes. Justin, Paul. Yes. Yeah. But I was just on the periphery. Like I I just kind of sat there. Yeah. And, it, we, we knew Jamie and Marie from middle school and right. And Rachel were, Sheets. Like, so so I'm just sitting there and this kind of happens day after day. And then one day I remember we were just standing at the lockers and we're talking, and then you're leaving and you turn around and you just punch me in the arm. Oh and then man. you and you smile. And and I was kind of like befuddled, like unsure what to do and i remember like rachel's been like oh no no that's that's like friendly that's just Bryce, <laughs> friendly you're his friend now and we just like oh my gosh i i've been accepted <laughs> feeling so grateful to this day your fist would grace my shoulder thank you for that i'm so sorry to this day i cannot stand like 12 to 17 year old boys and it's oh. because they remind me of me well, I was a turd. I'm sorry. Yeah, but in your defense, you had you only had one sister, right? An older sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think it's that's fair. pretty inexcusable. It's fair. Um, the other. I hope. Happened, I hope that it wasn't hard. Like, was it just a little? I remember it being pretty hard, but again, oh, I was yeah. pretty wimpy. I mean, Rachel, not now, obviously. You Rachel, I go to my fit mom so classes funny. quite regularly, so I'm sure it wouldn't have been an issue now that I'm. <laughs> no no um the other one though i had no, let's after... just, let's i think one beef was fine no no i, I got one more it was that you <laughs> um, that you inadvertently really gave me like a a panic attack i and this was i was and this wasn't the new year's eve driving on 
snowy no, streets. No, this is, you have okay. a history of doing this to me. So um, I was married and I was living in Richmond and we really, I mean, none, we haven't really talked through, through the years, but, and especially, I don't think I, we really kept in contact after we got married. And one day I was at work and I kept having all of these voicemails come in and I want, it was like the department of security, maybe like the FBI needing uh -huh. to talk to, needing to talk to Alyssa Burton at the time. And, and I am just like, I, I'm listening to all these messages and I'm sick, like hurrying and dialing as fast as I can. And as soon as I answer, or as soon as the guy answers, he says, Bryson Shreve, a blast from your past, no doubt. <laughs> and he wanted me, apparently this was like for your um, background check. And he wanted me to corroborate that you were who you said you were between the years of 2002 and 2004. And the whole time I thought I was going to get arrested. Like oh, I man. thought, what have they dug up on me? Especially because I was working in Richmond. There were Not a lot that of you ever happened. did anything wrong and you still were scared that they dug <laughs> up. Oh no, no, this was, this was like a very shady time. We were living, we were living in this apartment that, that registered as the Richmond jail. It was like just outside the jail, but it was, it had granite countertops. So at the time I was like, how bad could it be? Turns out <laughs> pretty bad. Um, where our next door, like our, our neighbor was murdered and they never cleaned up the blood in the building. Cause apparently you have to pay a crew to come in and do that. And the building never was going to, and add like all of these things that were just like, I don't know. I was, we were caught in some, we were in a shooting, lots of, lots of crazy stories Holy from that, wow. that time. Um, for the record, Alyssa, I found a letter, uh, also to me, it, you actually wrote me a few times. This was really nice of you. Um, she wrote me a lot, Adam. I'll bet she did. I, don't, I, I don't really had no nothing like my my social life involved Louisiana. I and I actually found a letter. Both of your, I think I still had them somewhere in my attic, but I found one the other day. And there's a lot of talk about poop on houses. <laughs> oh really yeah, I mean Hurricane yeah. Katrina. Yeah. It, the the sewer water filled up the streets, and it was gross. Yeah, I just I listened to this podcast about Hurricane Katrina, and I was just like, my heart was going out to you guys, like, oh my gosh, you were there, like connecting. All right, anyway, sorry, Adam, keep going. Oh no, just just that you had opened it up. This is your future wife and or bridesmaid. <laughs> <laughs> and I was neither. <laughs> no, what the heck? I know. Like I, the fact that you knew Brooke, we could have made that a reality. We could have. I know we could have. I bet it was a beautiful wedding. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So it wasn't just me. She was saying future wife in these letters. I, too? I was diversifying as much as possible. You were keeping your options open. She was. She yeah. was Adam at New Year's. That was the role she was playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't get a kiss from either. <laughs> I've got to say, though, Dave's quite the catch. You sent us a Christmas card. He's got a good beard. Oh, gosh. That, yeah, we've been working on trying to take a few inches off that. It's like it was very ZZ Top a few months ago. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not really down with it. Okay. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to bring up, Adam or Alyssa? Um, no, just this is it's been really fun to see you. It's definitely a, a cheap imitation of uh, what I would consider the real thing, but it still has been really, really worthwhile to be able to catch up and chat again. Thanks for being on, Alyssa. It was good to talk to you. Thank you so much. It's good to see your faces. Thanks now, for inviting me. Before you go, here's a, a special message from Stephen Gonzo that we wanted to share. April Fools. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Thanks for listening to a bonus episode of the Jordan High 2004 podcast featuring what's you guys' name? What are you going to name it? <laughs> the Jordan High 2004 <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we say like the, the other Jordan High School. <laughs> with Jordan, with High, and Adam. Jordan High 2004 <laughs> podcast too. You should have thought that part through. <laughs> what if we just called it Jordan High 2004 podcast? What? <laughs> so yeah, it's cool. 2004 podcast. Since it's not, we're not actually making one. I don't think we actually have to name it Gonzo. Okay. So. I think you call it the whatever podcast with with Adam and Bryson. <laughs> Thanks for letting us uh, hijack your your podcast though, and do an April Fool's episode. It was fun. no problem. This was fun, and thanks everyone for listening and. 
hopefully we'll uh, we'll hear more from Bryson and Adam in the future. Yeah. So I guess this part that we're recording will be after we've revealed that it's an April Fool's joke to show that Alyssa was also in on the joke. Thank you, Alyssa. Oh, you've been punked. <laughs> so I want to tell the whole truth here. So Stephen Gonzo came up with an excellent idea for a podcast. I was super jealous because I, w I love that they get to talk to all these people and catch up. So I honestly thought, yeah, maybe me and Adam should start one and kick that idea around. And I was like, no, that'll, that'll kind of step on their toes. And then I thought, well, how about we just do one episode and pretend we're starting one? And so it was a lot of fun to, to actually record a, a real interview with you. And uh, now that you have to spend like 180 hours editing, <laughs> will like get it out of your system. You're like, man, I'm, I'm glad, glad I'm not doing that every week. That. Yeah. <laughs> not committing to that. Nope. Yeah. So thanks for being on Gonzo and Steve. Thanks for letting us do this. Thanks for letting us hijack hijack your your users. We love you, Gonzo and Steve. <laughs>